I like look back. I'm like not that long ago. Like I was, I was like homeless. I was like living in my car, just like trying to figure out where I'm gonna stay and like couch surfing just to get by. And now we're going to Tahiti. Like we're going to Bora Bora. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Eden. And I'm Jay. And welcome to Eden X Jay Unfiltered, the podcast where you wear. <laughs> we have created a safe and sexy space to have unfiltered <laughs> conversations. God damn, why can't I get it out? <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> At least one of us is on cue today. Um, I also want to let you all know. Go follow us on EdenXJ. If you haven't yet on everything, there are so many different things happening on different platforms. And there's a lot going on that we don't want you to miss. So we also just hit 100K on Instagram. (laughs) Double pepper. Yeah, that's a big accomplishment. It, It happened quicker than we anticipated because we had this whole plan to do with these like gold balloons uh this sunday and it is not sunday yet (laughs) (laughs) and so i hope you all don't mind us being a little bit late because clearly we're always running late uh and we're gonna do like a really fun shoot with them and we've got a couple of cool montage videos that i feel like the og fans who have i hate calling fans i feel like they're family um the og fam that has been here for the past like three years, we'll appreciate because yeah. then they're going to see things that they haven't seen in a really long time. Yeah. They can also reminisce with us and be like, whoa, that was, that happened. Started from the bottom, now we're here. That, yeah, literally the bottom. Like the times when, oh my gosh, you had your other car, the time that we bought a house, the time that we eloped. There were so many milestone moments that people who have been a part of our journey for so long. Like, it, it's beautiful to go back and look yeah. back and to reach 100K from then until now. It's just so cool. Heck yeah. And we couldn't have done it without you all. We couldn't have done it without the support of everybody. Because some days were hard to keep going. I'm not going to lie. But they they always pull us back and remind us how much bigger putting our love out there and putting our lessons out there is. And so it keeps us motivated. It keeps us going. Aw, <laughs> I'm just excited to be here. And just happy to be here. Oh <laughs> well, I'm glad you're happy to be here. Are you wakes? I'm ready. Let's do you're it. Ready. So we did want to kick off the podcast with something that we saw on TikTok because we are on TikTok. We are TikTok TikTokers, <laughs> and you know, being on that platform quite a bit, you do see some things that are like a little bit shocking or stand out more than usual and there was a video that we saw that stood out to us and yeah, it was talking about florida yep go ahead so basically there was this woman um her and her girlfriend uh are living in florida they've been in florida for a very long time i think one of them must have grown up there and has family and friends there and they had a conversation that was what is our breaking point like what is the point that we're going to pull out and we have to move florida out of florida because it's no longer safe and they, you know, were listening to the news and hearing all the things that have changed. And now they finally reached that point. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot happening in Florida. You've got the six week abortion law. You've got the don't say gay bill. Mm-hmm. You've got the anti-trans bill. You've got so much going on in Florida right now that I, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I think as as a same sex couple and for us, something that was interesting that they brought up that was very concerning uh was 
learning that there's a new bill that's like up on the table mm-hmm. to be voted on about families being able to interject um, and basically take away the children if they believe that the parents are, you know, helping them get gender affirming, like, you know, That's any insane. sort of gender affirming treatment or surgeries or, or, or really anything. So it's not even you, like uh, outside members of your family can just come in and potentially take your kids away. And that I think for them, that was the straw. It was that in that there's a bill that's trying to be passed where a doctor or healthcare insurance can deny you services if they feel like it goes against their morals, morals or their moral compass. That's and, insane. And yeah. so they're like, we're out. This is it. Like, if we can't go to the hospital, if we can't be safe with our kids, if we, you know, if we're, if it's very clear that now they're even talking about taking away pride in the state of Florida, it's very clear that they do not want us here. It's not safe. And the fact that they have a travel advisory. That part, I have never heard of a travel advisory for LGBTQ within the United States, ever. That's no. insane. I don't feel comfortable. I don't think we'll be taking our kids to Disney World anytime soon. And like road trips. I think about road trips, right? Like road trips are such, like I used to do them all the time when I was a kid. And now thinking about doing that with our future kids, I'd be so scared. It's like certain states that I wouldn't feel comfortable, to your point, attending. What if like they get sick? What if we have to take them to the doctor? What if we we get stopped by anybody that isn't Mm -hmm. that isn't for, you know, equal rights? Like that's a problem. I mean, you go and you think about some times that we've been out to Florida, but it's mainly Miami. <laughs> oh, Miami's different. Miami is like LA. But they're talking about But yes, no, I hear you. Throughout the whole state, like yeah. once you cross over yeah, into yeah. those state lines, it is good luck. And Miami is a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm so shocked because Miami has such a big gay like presence yeah, and, and population that like I just don't know how this is going to affect such a predominantly like what would be considered like a queer safe space. Yeah. Um, we've seen plenty of like we've seen some of the best drag shows and like the best performances out in Miami. Yeah. Um, some of our most like memorable moments were, you know, celebrating Pride out there in Miami and it's so fun because it there's a huge like Latin yeah. population. Shout out to the palace. At the palace in South Beach. <laughs> that is the best drag show in Miami. We've lost a lot down. of money there. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We've lost a lot of one dollar bills over Jay Jay's toxic trait is like when when she gets to a certain point in in, in the unlimited mimosa brunch, like it's there's Listen, no limit on that bank account. <laughs> they work really hard. And if there's a drag queen that is like sliding down poles and getting on buildings and doing splits in the middle of the street, they deserve 20s. Oh, 100%. I know they deserve it, but can we afford it? Oh, that's a different question. Yeah, but that's not a question you ask yourself during <laughs> I don't that ask, moment. <laughs> no. My toxic trait is like pretending I have more money than what I have in the bank account but when I'm drunk. But that's also why I love you so much because like even in these moments you have such a beautiful moral compass. Like when we're at the strip club, because we, we're, we're the we're that couple. We love going to strip clubs together. We do. And that's just like so much fun for us. So much that there is a particular strip club that we do love that's here in La- I don't mean to digress because Florida is such a very serious topic. But just really quickly, there is a strip club here in LA that we absolutely love. Like that is our play. We We've spent many times there, but also the food. The food is really good. They have like some of the best sushi. Certain that I've strip clubs. Yeah, strip certain. clubs have 
good food. Not yeah. all. Because I've been to some shitty strip clubs I'm, with not good food. But this one but in this particular. this one has really good ones. So much so that I actually really do love going there for the food. Yeah. Where sushi. I'm, really I'm good like, sushi. can we go get sushi? Yeah. And it just happens to also be a really great strip club that we love so much. But Jay, you know, when she sees a stripper that is a person of color, she instantly oh, yeah. tips double immediately and 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 it's because you know like they they don't make as much money they don't no, and they no. get the shitty like the shitty um set times and like the shitty schedules and you're right they don't make enough money so i it is our duty to mm-hmm. go and support these strippers or whoever these performers are women of color women of color and just <laughs> help them out <laughs> So even in these moments, like her, her, she's justified and her moral compass is like very, very <laughs> straight on. Uh, there's a person of color stripper. I'm, di- I'm tipping her double the same yes. thing. Like when we go to Miami and we go to the palace, it's like when you see a, a performer that is killing it always, like it just all flies away. And then you're running to the ATM to go get more. Yes, because they deserve it. They do deserve it, rightfully But it's so, so scary. Florida's scary it's, right now. It's scary and- to imagine that going away. Yeah. And we we do, you know, we love Miami. And, it, and it's things that you think about. We haven't been, but there is like a, a lesbian, I think like festival, not festival. It's like a, a day, like a weekend. Yeah, it's similar Girls, to Dennis Shore. But it's similar to Dennis Shore Florida. out on that coast. I think it's in Orlando. Orlando, which is Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been talking about going. So it's like a whole like lesbian like weekend pool thing. And we've been talking about going for a long time. And now with this advisory. No, I, I'm good. I, yeah, I'm just too... I'm too scared at this point, and I'm very nervous, and I'm afraid for people in Florida. Yeah. Um, and my heart goes out to to everybody who's still there, and you know that are you know handling and dealing with all of these things, and I'm just hoping that everybody just stays safe. But like, mm-hmm. I, it, what makes me nervous about Florida is that when you think it can't get worse, somehow they just fucking figure out how to just like just push that envelope so much, and I don't know where that line is. Um, and I'm like I'm nervous to find out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that TikTok. So that was a lot of unpacking, which I'm thankful to have TikTok because then we get to see different things that are happening yeah. in different areas. But then also Coachella has been just like blowing up our feed. Coachella <laughs> just happened and it's going to happen again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's talking about Frank Ocean's performance. He was 45 minutes late. Yeah. He sang three Like songs. somebody else you know. <laughs> <laughs> like my co-host over here. <laughs> Yes, he. I think he only sang like three or four songs. Yeah. And from the footage that we've been seeing on TikTok, he was kind of pacing back and forth. He wasn't really singing. Yeah. There was a lot of like backtrack music going on. and I think the expectation was different Yeah, uh, for a headliner at Coachella. I've actually personally never been to Coachella. So I know. I've I been know. five times. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I love Coachella. I don't. I love Coachella. I don't love how expensive everything is. Mm-hmm. Like one breakfast burrito and two waters is like $65. I don't miss Fuck. that at all. I don't miss the sandstorms. I don't miss the winds. I don't miss the walking from like one half a mile to another half a mile to to try and catch your favorite acts because there's three three or four stages I it's think at this point so bougie it's hard to imagine if you are so bougie it's hard to imagine you roughing it this was a young baby jay this was Jay? yeah i've even done the camping i've done the camping right on the grounds of coachella oh, that man. is rough <laughs> um but i i mean i think i would go back if i could get helicoptered 
in you're one of those <laughs> yeah if i can get helicoptered into the events skip the lines and then maybe get a go-kart that just takes me from stage to stage oh my god and then maybe like like a chef that's in the back like making gourmet food throughout the event and some misters i'm down yeah I'm and so you, down. you want a massage to like follow you yes around at the masseuse. end of the night a massage would be amazing okay um well jay is a manifester <laughs> so if this happens i'm sure all of you all will, will see what i see that she is a manifester and you heard it here first <laughs> i love coachella maybe i'll go i mean we've been talking about i think i'd go if i was pregnant yeah, well, I think we for were... For fashion reasons. We we had to make some choices Yeah. Uh, this year financially because we were doing IVF yeah. and Coachella is very expensive. Yes, you're talking about two Gs minimum mm -hmm. per person. Yeah. For one weekend. That's a lot of money. And you're still in California. You're not <laughs> leaving California. <laughs> you could go to Bali, y'all, for the price of Coachella. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, like, priorities have definitely shifted between my 20s and my 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we, we kind of made a choice. And yeah. we're like, okay, well, if we won't do Coachella this year because we have a couple of bigger things like a festival and a tour and a baby and a wedding and all those things. Uh, so we're going to put a pause on Coachella. But who knows? Maybe next year. But next year, if all things go well, you will be maybe preggers. Yeah. So maybe we can have a, a, I a, bit, have, a Rihanna moment. That's what I want. I want a Rihanna moment at Coachella. Like just belly out, lingerie, some boots, maybe my buns. Helicopter yeah. still in the picture. I'm down. Hopefully. Putting it in the universe. I think I would be so nervous about people bumping into you. I would be like, I would have a security suit on yeah. with, um, you know, those, uh, those, those um bopham sock, sock and boppums yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. those like inflatable boxing Where gloves and i'll just start everybody. punching people to move out of the way yeah. and a bathroom. i'll just put you in a bubble yeah and a private bathroom because if i'm pregnant that means i'm peeing like every five seconds do pregnant people have private bathrooms at coachella i feel like that should be a thing i don't know but we who do we gotta petition. talk to to make that we happen will talk. we yeah. will talk to someone we need to make this happen because <laughs> if not it's gonna be Baby mama's going to be wearing a diaper. <laughs> I'm not opposed to diapers. Joking. No. Ew. <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> not opposed to it. Uh, but but yeah. I, I think it would be an interesting memory. That is for sure. I definitely want to go to Coachella with you at least once. You've never done it. No, I think you should do it But like how once. messed up is that my baby would have gone to Coachella like literally before, before I did. <laughs> I had a chance. I was very, very close to going to Coachella right before we met. But Who's the hoe that was going to take you? Tell me right now. my ex. I knew it. Ah. <laughs> I knew it. They wow. had like, like really, they had like artist passes and it would have been a very different experience. Well, if she, she had artist passes, then you should have done it. Yeah, for I sure. just like, I couldn't because we, That's it was one access. of those where we made the plans and all that stuff was going to happen. And then we ended up breaking up. And then we still agreed that we could still go because that would be awkward. Um, and you didn't go? No, because I, I'm a Gemini. I just can't fake the funk. And yeah, so for us true. to be broken up around people that we all know together. And oh, were you, you had to pretend you would have we to We would have to pretend like things are okay because we didn't Eek. tell everyone yet that we were broken up. Oh, that's and not good. Yeah, it would have just been awkward. Um, and there would have been so much eye candy. Like. But it, it was it was the it was the Bad Bunny, Rosalia. It was like the That's whole land. I, I would have seen you. That's why I was laughing because I would have seen you. Maybe you know what's wild? We would have. You would have yeah. seen me because that was the only year that I had an artist pass. Yeah. The only year because uh, the person that I worked for 
had a stand and he was like yeah. a special guest and he ended up giving me an artist pass. Mm -hmm. And listen, if you've never been to Coachella with an artist pass, that's like the only way to do it. They, you are allowed everywhere in, in every corner. You're allowed backstage. There's yeah. food. There's alcohol. You rarely pay for anything. I was this close. That would have been <laughs> worth it. I would have faked the funk for I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And then I would feel guilty because I'm like, oh, man. But uh, no, I couldn't do it. But, and, you know, it, I'm glad I didn't because now my first experience won't Aww. be this kind of like you know, awkward, tarnished thing. Um, I get to spend it with you. Aw, like, thanks, babe. Makes better memories. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I feel like I've heard this conversation come up before that, you know, when you find your soulmate and you actually talk about all the times you've crossed paths, I think more and more couples that I've heard, you know, that happens to you. It's so fascinating because when we started putting pieces together, speaking of Frank Ocean, we were both at FYF. Yeah, fest, the year that he performed. Um, the year that he performed. And the amount of times that we just kept, you know, missing each other. Or maybe we saw each other and bumped into each other and we didn't know it. No, I would have remembered. Aww. There's no way. I don't, maybe, maybe There's not. There's no way. I was not Aww. as... <laughs> I was not as cute as I am now. Maybe I would have like blended into the distance. I know actually maybe I was cuter. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was such a we were so close. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, it, it goes to show you timing is everything mm -hmm. because even had we bumped into each other, it wasn't the right time. Oh, I wasn't ready like, for this. Kind I wasn't of love. I wasn't ready emotionally, physically, communicating. I would have self sabotaged all the way home. Oh yeah. Like that wouldn't have happened. I was still in my toxic era at that point. And so it, 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 timing is everything. And that's crazy how things work, right? And not only is it timing, but it's work. And, you know, f going back and like thinking about Frank Ocean, like all that time ago. And, you know, he did lose his brother and he did. Yeah, you know, three years ago. Put that on social media that he's still dealing and, you know, I'm three years after losing my mom and I'm still dealing. So, I, I, like, celebrities are still human. I think we have to remind each other, like, hey, yes, I know that they're held to a different standard, but they still have emotions just like anybody else. They still bleed just like everybody else. And um, they grieve. And grieving hits people very differently. And he's an artist to a T. He's not a performer. He's an artist. And I think artists have this very different way of expressing themselves. You're and not wrong. Yeah. Three years isn't enough to grieve. And I think he said that he hadn't been to Coachella since his brother passed away. That so that must be have hard. been a really hard pill to swallow as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure he was thinking about his brother and how cool that would have been to do it with yeah. you know, him by his side. And I think speaking about that, like... The topic of today we really wanted to give everybody is actually the update on our wedding, right? <laughs> so there is a lot of things happening because the last thing that we told people, which was, which was that we got scammed. Because <laughs> we did. Because we did. And she doesn't want to fucking admit it. And she's a horrible person. Um, but the last wedding planner that we tried to work with tried to scam us and... We fired her immediately and, you know, now we're partnered with like a really great wedding planner and it has been a kind of a roller coaster of whirlwinds because not only are we planning this wedding because we moved the wedding up a whole year mm -hmm. because we found out that the baby timeline had to move up for medical reasons and so now we're scrambling to like 
have a baby and like have a wedding and now have a festival. So it's just all of those things kind of yeah. combined. And I just kind of want to talk about <laughs> the process of, you know, as we're planning this wedding, what goes with it? Family, right? Yeah. And there is a loss that has happened. There's a loss and there's a grief of me, you know, three years later losing my mom. You're still grieving a person that is very well still alive yeah. and is choosing not to be a part of that. So I think like wedding talk wise and just being unfiltered and honest. Weddings are triggering. Yeah, They can be triggering. I'm not saying this is the reality of, of everyone, but for a lot of people, especially in the LGBTQ community, it's it's triggering. Um, a lot of us don't have the support of our family. A lot of us like have to walk down the aisle by ourselves. You know, there's a lot of, I don't know, it's like bittersweet, I think. And I think that's that's kind of what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. is I love that we're getting married. We, For those of you that are new here, we eloped uh, two years ago. Two years ago? You asked me? <laughs> or are you, we yeah. eloped two years ago. Yeah. December 24th. Ooh, what? Am be, I wrong? It's going to be three years this yeah, year. But, is but it, it was two years is ago. Is it three years? Where's it's my... going to be three years. <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> but the point is, it's two years right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be three. And we we did what was smart for us, right? We wore whatever we had in the closet. We went down to City Hall. We got married. It cost 100 bucks. We ate in and out. And we called it a day. Like, yeah. that was our elopement. That was what we did. Yeah, that's um, all that we had left in our bank account after, after we purchased our house, which is very house. important for us to start this um, generational wealth for us and mm-hmm. our future and our family and our kids. And I don't regret that at all. I think no. that was the smartest move ever. 100%. And it's taken us two years to re- rebuild that savings account to now have the ceremony that we dreamt of. Yeah. And I'm really excited that we get to do this with, you know, our chosen family. Our like final guest list is is coming to an end. Um, mm. We're like locking in the final people who are RSVP. Yeah. And now that, you know, we're starting to find out who's coming and who's not, it's it's interesting to see the dynamic and how things worked out. Mm-hmm. Like I invited, you know, people on my dad's side. I invited, um, I don't think I invited anybody on my mom's side, <laughs> uh, if I'm honest. Uh, so zero out of zero. <laughs> will be attending so it's like a hundred percent a hundred percent of the zeros uh will be attending and that's fine but I've been very honest about my relationship with my mom's family because so many of them um really hurt me during the funeral as my mom was dying and all of those things like they stole from her and I just I haven't been able to forgive and I don't think I ever will forgive and that's I'm okay I forgive myself for being as angry and wild uh, at that funeral, but I let that go. Um, but you can choose who you want to have in your life on your special day. Mm-hmm. And so I did invite some family members um, on my dad's side as well, and only my dad will be attending. And I think there was a point in time where I think even you kind of brought it up, you're like, oh, are you going to go confront them? Are you going to go confront people and ask like, you know, why aren't you coming and blah, blah, blah. And I think 100% you were right. And I think just hearing you say that has really made me reflect on how I have changed mm-hmm. throughout the relationship. Totally. Because I think I would have definitely, that is my go-to. 
is I need answers. Like you need to tell me why you're not coming and like what is going on. But now I just let it go. I'm like, cool. If you are not RSVPing and you're not responding back to my text messages, it's a wash. I don't need to know why you're not coming because you gave me your answer by just kind of ignoring and I don't want you at my wedding now. And I'm okay with that. I don't need to know why. And I let it go. And I've I've come into this maybe time and space where I just let things go. Just like, goodbye. Look at this growth. Caca. (laughs) And let it fly. And just, you know, that's fine. If I'm not going to force anybody to be a part of something that they don't want to. Yeah, for sure. And that's cool with me too. And now I know who does want to. And I'm going to invest more time and energy in the people who are putting in the effort to come. Yeah. Granted, that's not everyone. There are people who very much want to be there. And it, our wedding is in, you know, Oaxaca. And it is Yeah, expensive. it can be expensive for sure. And I understand that, you know, finances are tight. And that's okay too. And those are people like I'm I'm okay. Like I know that they love me even though that they, they can't come. And like that's a very different circumstance. But they've talked to me and they've told me. Yeah. And so... I I mean that's kind of something that I've been dealing with. Like, how are you feeling? I think I don't know. I think it's mixed. I think mm-hmm. some days are lighter than others. I think when as a little kid, I always had I envisioned like my mom being at my wedding mm-hmm. and my mom having like my first dance with my mom because I didn't grow up with my dad. Yeah. So I, there are certain things that I had dreamt of that aren't gonna happen for obvious reasons and I think now that we're three months away I think three four months away from the wedding it's hitting for sure it's things that I think about you know I wish things were different but I think for me it's like learning you can't control everything it Mm -hmm. is what it is people make their own choices and unfortunately like you can only keep your side of the road clean Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day like I've said my piece I'm I'm happy. I'm the most happiest I've ever been with you and just our circumstances. And I know that our best friends will be there and they love us and will support us. And they're happy for us. Like That's all I want, you know. And on the other side, I'm like, well, would I even want my mom to be there? Because Mm -hmm. she would be so negative and so not the vibe of the wedding Mm -hmm. day. We've we've been to weddings where we have seen family members who aren't supportive yeah clearly of the wedding that's happening and it's awkward super it is clearly uncomfortable where i think you kind of have your answer you're like this is what would it would feel like it if would you feel have somebody so uncomfortable wedding. yeah that you don't want there <laughs> it doesn't yeah. want to be there or doesn't want to be there and just feels forced to be there yeah i don't want that vibe i don't i don't either and we're gonna be honest with y'all like we have only planned the wedding structure, right? So we have the flowers, we have the location, decorations, we, decorations. We don't have the ceremony. We have tables. Space. We got tables and we chairs. Got chairs. That's important. People can sit and a dance floor. And that's they can important. dance. And we got a DJ. And we got a DJ. And that's it. We got no food yet. We got no and food. No alcohol. No booze. No uh, dresses. No dresses, which is we do have makeup. I yeah. do have a lash girl who is coming. It was like our bestie and she's coming all the way out and she's also going to do her lashes. Dresses are hard. We don't have dresses. Like I know all of you are probably like, <gasps> gasped in Spanish. Um, Three months out and no dresses. There's no, there is no dress place that will take us, I think, at this point. I don't think that we can walk into a no. bridal store and we're going to be like, our wedding is in three months. And they're going to be like, is this 90 Day Fiance? 
Like, <laughs> are you getting what is happening? Like, what do you mean only three months? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, there's not going to be any time to like take anything in or make any changes. So we are. That's on our stressed. to-do list. It's on our to-do Next list. Week. Clearly, it's not high enough because we haven't figured it out. Um, but I'm trying to just but here's not the stress thing. out. And that's, a, that's what I was going to say. I think society puts so much pressure on you have to have the perfect dress and the perfect shoes and the perfect, like, it doesn't matter if I, I, I can show up in like a, I don't know, a thrifted dress and I, I think it would be fine. I think this yeah. is all kind of made up, um, pressure that yeah. society kind of adds to, to weddings. That is Wedding stress? Needed. Yeah. Wedding stress, stress, stress. Like, I'm excited to just hang out with my favorite people uninterrupted for a weekend. I can't remember the last time we got to do that. With our friends. Yeah, like just yeah. literally <laughs> hang out. And it's Oaxaca. It's beautiful as it, on its own. I, I, You know what the struggle for me is and why I haven't been able to prioritize this and pull the trigger is that now that we are in like kid mode, like baby mode, we're in yeah. like embryo mode. But, you know, now that we have kids – I can't rationalize spending three thousand yeah, dollars on thing. a dress that I'm gonna wear one fucking time, and it's gonna get dirty. Yeah, it's gonna get so dirty. It's gonna get thrashed. I'm never gonna wear it again. And there True. goes three thousand dollars. You know what I can use three thousand dollars for? I can get the snoo. embryos. <laughs> I can get a freaking diapers. I can get all these things. So I, I just as much as I want to, I can't. Yeah, and I'm really struggling with that. And maybe y'all can send us an email and advice on like, am I crazy? Should I should I just pull the trigger and get a dress? But Money to me just looks so different. And I think maybe that's why people get married and then they have kids later But because those are two different mindsets that you have to be in. But my mindset is it's in the kid mode and yeah. I just can't justify spending that amount of money when they're going to need so many other things and I'd rather spend it on that. Um, and so it's hard for me, you know, and I think that's hard for me. So I'm like, I'm looking at dresses online kind of sideways, you know, maybe Shein, you know, I'm like, you're looking kind of cute right now. <laughs> like, <let me> nope. <laughs> okay, not Shein. That ain't happening. Uh, not happening. So, like, you know what I mean? Just, I'm, we're going to figure it out. But that's where my unfiltered thought is where I don't blame the me. wedding is. <laughs> and I think maybe that's why we're, like, putting that at the bottom of the pri priority list of the wedding. Yeah. We're more focused on the entertainment itself and yeah. the vibe and... The decorations and all that. It's also really hard for me to imagine doing it without my mom. You know I could, I mean? Yeah, that could be triggering. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This was something she would talk about all the time. Like she planned my whole wedding in her head and she would talk about the dress and like what she was going to wear when we were going to go dress shopping mm. together. And so this was like her vision for probably since she found out I was a girl. Like this was always her plan and – I never thought I would be here where I'd be doing this without her. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's really, really hard. Uh, but I do think that there is something special that, you know, I know some brides are like, I'm going to gatekeep. I'm not going to tell whatever my special thing is. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> what I think is really cool that we're doing at our wedding yeah. and I love is that we're having a, like, ofrenda. Like yeah, a spirit we're having table. A, a muertos table. Which is going to be part of the the in, invited, and it's going to be its own table with your mother's pictures on there, my grandma's pictures mm -hmm. on there, and, and anybody that is attending can bring a loved one with them to the wedding. Yeah. Which I think would be really awesome, and we'll decorate it and make sure it's 
they have their own alcohol and their own food and their own decorations and it's a special table it's a very special table and i feel like they're just going to be partying in spirit with one another and it's just going to be this like very cool very exclusive to <laughs> an alived people table and i'm really i'm really happy that our wedding planner is like really bringing that to life that's something i'm really excited about because yeah. in it it feels like they're a part of it you yeah. know what i mean a part of the special day i agree and another cool thing i won't gatekeep that i'm really excited about at our wedding is that i don't know i'm not a fan of guest books i think that people tend to forget about guest books like it's fun in the moment but then you put it on a shelf and you forget about it you don't see it until 20 or 30 years later when your kids are <laughs> kids are excited about what that was like or want want to do some research so I found a company that um is a phone like an old school telephone um with a little dialer and guests can leave uh voice recordings throughout yeah. the night and they take all those voice recordings and they put them on a record they press them on a record. And so I get to listen. We get to listen to the records after the event. Which I think that's cool. That's very, way more yeah. cool than than a guest book. There was also this uh, TikTok that I saw where it's like different things that you can do with your ashes that you didn't expect. <laughs> and then one of them was, I don't know if you knew this, but you can turn your ashes into a, a record. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I showed it to you and I was all, uh, this is very you. Yeah. <laughs> like if totally. there's, I'm like, but could you imagine like, I'm going to go play grandma on the record. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's cool, but it's weird. It's like, cool, I think it's, it's cool. I, it's, it's very rad. And there was one where it's, um, tattoos. Like you can put people's ashes in the ink and then get a tattoo. And I wonder how sanitary that is. I don't like. know. I don't know how logistical these things are or like how well thought out they are. Yeah. But I did think that the record was cool. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know how they would do that. Would they just like sprinkle your dust on there and then you just. Probably. <laughs> like little swirls on the record. Would you make your own like RIP playlist for the record? Like, oh, for oh, sure. I've thought about this. I thought I about making my own like um, playlist. If, in case I go before you, just so that you know the vibe what? of the event. Because I want it to be an event. Like, it has to be like a preciosa night if I Oh, die. my like, We're going to have a preciosa, like, funeral party? Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, all my favorite DJs, like Lady Soul, Kill by <laughs> Synth, they all have to do, like, 30-minute sets, and it's all oh, got to be themed. <laughs> I should start on that now, just in case. Do not. I. You better not. You do not dare. Like that is, we're going together. We're like, scoot over. <laughs> that coffin is going to be made for the both of us. I'm not going without you. <laughs> Murder suicide. It's got to be like the notebook. We got like, somehow we got to figure out how we're going to do this together. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. But I feel like that's that's just something very very different, right? That we want to incorporate, like having the spirit table at our wedding, which I think is really cool. And any of you all want to take that idea, please go for it. Like here, open book. Um, is there anything that you know, any advice you can give with other people that are getting married this year, having wedding stress, not having their dress? Like what, you know, what is some advice? I think one thing that I've noticed at many weddings is that the bride and the groom are so stressed out by what the family wants them to do on that special day. And I think there's an, there like you should really try and prioritize what you want to do as like the people getting mm -hmm. married because I've noticed it at weddings that we've gone to and yeah. also friends that have gone gotten married none of them really enjoyed their wedding day that's yeah. what I hear over and over again is that they were so stressed with 
making sure that everybody else was having a good time and their in-laws were having a good time and everybody was happy that they didn't even get to eat or like hang out or enjoy the day. And if you're spending, I mean, I think on average weddings now are like $30,000. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money that you're spending on one day and you're telling me you don't get uh, yeah. to like enjoy any of that? Mm -hmm. That's wild. I feel you. I feel you. I, I'm actually having more fun planning the Preciosas <laughs> than I am right now the wedding because I feel like the people who come to Preciosa are, are like our, our family. You yeah, know, like all like thousand of you who come to each of these events. Like it's really, really, it feels like community and it feels like family and I feel like that's why Preciosa is so different, right? Yeah. We created this Preciosa night as a movement. Uh, you know, it was supply and demand, right? People needed this space to feel like they can be themselves and there wasn't this pressure and there, there weren't any clicks and they get to love who they love and be proud of their culture. And we got to make that happen less than a year ago. Yeah. May coming full circle, we're going to be one year later and now we're going to throw this epic one-year party where we're bringing a little bit of all of the beautiful things from the past, you know, Preciosas into one night which I think we're a little crazy. A little bit. A little bit. To, you know, bring all of the elements into there. And, you know, this was a, it started so small. It was like a small vision that became grand. And to think about us going on tour, now we're going to go to New York. And, you know, it's going to be this different type of energy and vibe and element. Um, and I'm excited to meet new people. Mm. And So you're saying is you're more excited about the tour than our wedding day? <laughs> I think the the pressure is there because it feels very similar right you're wanting to put on like a great night for people mm -hmm. um but I do feel like there is just a different level of you know fun and expectation because it, it's here versus it is a little bit challenging to throw a wedding in a different <laughs> country and so I think that's what makes me mo the most stressed out mm -hmm. right I'm like oh it's so hard and it's way more expensive than throwing, obviously, one of our preciosas, too. So I'm like, oh, it's like hard every time we have to send money that way <laughs> and pay know, for something else. Um, but I think either way, they're, they're all going to be a great time. I agree. And speaking of traveling, as we were walking up here, we got the craziest email. Um, do you want to? No, you. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, um, we got an email that states that Air Tahiti is interested in sending us and a couple of other influencers to Bora Bora in about a week and a half. Oh my god. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, so so I'm super excited. Uh obviously we're going to look into it, but it seems like it's legit and we might be on a plane going to Bora Bora, which I was on the walk here, I was telling her well, this is a sign. We should do our honeymoon and then get married and just work backwards. <laughs> you, she, she wants to use this free trip yes, as our honeymoon. I do. I mean, it's what would you all do? What it's you... literally a honeymoon destination. It is. We're going to be staying on like those, the little huts. those huts on the water. And it's going to be this super romantic experience. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to get more romantic than this. And <laughs> she declined, y'all. She's like... No, if you're not paying for it, it's not a honeymoon. Well, because we're working, right? We are. Yes, this is yes. a work trip. It we would are working. Trip. I don't want to work on my honeymoon. But you know what? If it is as romantic as I think it's going to be, I might just fold in like, okay, 
this can be the honeymoon and we'll like figure something else maybe out. it's like a half moon a half moon yeah like maybe it could just be like a half honeymoon and then i'll make up the other would half would that be like a splendid moon it's not like full honey it's like fake it's like half Spl- it's a splendid moon. moon it's a stevia moon <laughs> sure let's do a stevia moon a stevia moon yeah i think it's rad i honestly i also don't think like opportunities like that come to people that look like us so Absolutely i'm really not. excited because a lot of a lot of content creators that look like us that come from our background don't get opportunities. Getting sent to Bora Bora? Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, I don't even, I've only seen that in movies. It, it's wild when you think back, right? Like, I, I, I look back, I'm like, not that long ago, like, I was, I was like homeless. I was like living in my car, just like trying to figure out where I'm gonna stay and like couch surfing just to get by. And now we're going to Tahiti. Like, we're going to, Bora Bora and there's this company that really loves and supports our content and and wants to give us this amazing trip and like I get to go there with my person I get to go and experience this with my person yeah I'm so excited I I could I'm freaking out and like yes maybe you're right maybe this will be like a honeymoon and like you know you're always right um but I just I'm I can't believe it's real. Like, I think I'm waiting for them to be like, haha, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Send it to the wrong creator. Send it to the wrong creator, my bad. I meant the other Eden. I don't know, there's another one. But uh-huh, the only one that matters is But right it's here. also cool because we get to hang out, or at least it says we get to hang out with other content creators. So who yeah. knows? Like, I've never, it's Make always sense. fun to, to meet other people that are in the same industry and doing the same thing. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to this. I think we've been. You know, we had such a great time in Bali, so I'm still on that like Bali high and that Bali kick, and I think it's gonna be an amazing adventure. And I love traveling with you; it's always fun. It's always funny. I have the best time, and mm. I I love showing people like how goofy and how like how our, how unperfect our traveling experiences yeah. are because we just show them like what it's really like. Totally, um, and that's what I love about it. I think the only thing that I'm a little nervous about is that I'm not the best swimmer. And Bora Bora is all ocean, <laughs> no land. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get over my my fears and my anxiety for sure. But yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be beautiful. And it's it's beautiful that, you know, we have this opportunity. And we're really excited. So thank you, Papi Tahiti. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we're really thankful. Uh, and we can't wait. We can't, next week, we fly out next week. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be well, all island content. <laughs> yes. So make sure to follow at Eden XJ on mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram. We're going to be vlogging the entire thing. And don't forget to follow us on social media, but also send us an email if there's any questions or advice you need. Uh, the next episode, we're going to be sharing a really great advice question that we got asking about our relationship. Yeah. Um, they, they, I think they titled it like personal relationship question. I was like, ooh, I'm in. <laughs> um, and so we're excited to, you know, kick those off with you at the next episode. But we did want to, you know, be transparent with everything that's happening with our wedding and letting you guys know because we got a lot of questions about it. Like now that the baby's done, like what's happening with the wedding? So, so many people are interested in so many different things and we're trying to do our best to keep everybody updated. Um, but this was just like a really great hang with y'all and we loved it. Thanks for spending your Thursday with us. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.